What's up, everybody? This is Kyle Jitzel. Welcome to Dadgummit Autism Podcast. So today I'll be sharing a story about a Walmart meltdown and how it reminded me that the stuff we were trying was actually working. Then I'll share how way too many got the absolute wrong message from the story and how I begged them to reconsider. Now keep in mind, this podcast was ripped from two separate videos I did almost five years ago, so it's a bit broken up, but I think you'll love it. So let's get started. So here's the question. How can we, as autism dads, be as successful at home with our families as we are in the rest of the world? How can we support our wives and families in a way that makes them feel happy and fulfilled so that we can feel happy and fulfilled too? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kyle Jessel, and welcome to Dadgummit Autism Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Kyle. Hey, I want to tell you uh, real quickly about a a serious public meltdown that uh, my son went through uh, a little bit ago and uh, Eric is uh, 17 now fully grown man going through puberty a lot of fun (laughs) I say that with sarcastic a little sarcastically because things change and uh, it can get tricky but I wanted to share with you a story about taking him over to Walmart uh, not too long ago over here in in Boise the Walmart in Meridian on Eagle and uh, Fairview and he did pretty good in the store as we were leaving uh, I could see him getting escalated and, he, and, a, and a meltdown was triggered and uh, it got bad and as he as he kind of fell to the floor and was really crying and screaming I sat down beside him to uh, to just kind of comfort him and you know thank goodness I had I've trained myself to manage these things in, in a way that's best for him because when he's at his worst is when he needs me at my best. And, you know, I couldn't help but notice uh, people standing around kind of watching, kind of with a look of horror on their faces at a, a 17-year-old who's screaming and crying and kicking and a father who's sitting next to him trying to hug him and love on him. And I can imagine what was going through many's minds about how horrible of a parent I was uh, and what kind of father lets his 17-year-old throw a fit. (laughs) What kind of father am I? And, you know, I looked up at one point and saw the disgust in a couple of people's faces. And to be honest with you, I didn't care. What I cared about at that moment was that my son knew that I loved him. I didn't care about anything but the fact that he knew I was there for him and that he was more important than anything else at that moment. So for a few minutes, what seemed like an hour. He uh, was very unhappy. And we were able to, after a little while, sit him up and I was able to talk to him. And once he settled down, a lady came up and she said to me, is your son autistic? And she was a cashier there. And I said, as a matter of fact, he is. And she said, 
I ever see anybody do that to you again, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> and she wanted to defend me and my son because she knew. And I said, you know what, it's okay. They don't understand. Those people that were staring, they didn't understand. And she said, how can you not be wanting to hurt those people for their judgment? And I didn't have time to explain it right then, but I want to tell you that when you focus, when we can focus on the well-being of our kids, the rest of the world doesn't matter so much. I would hope that I wouldn't judge other people. I think by nature we're all a little bit judgmental, aren't we? But I would hope if I saw a certain circumstance happen, that I wouldn't be. And if I did judge, I would class, have to classify myself as pretty ignorant for doing that. Because I don't know what other people are dealing with. They didn't know what Eric and I were dealing with. So, the final thing I want to tell you is it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. When we can put our kids on the spectrum first, when they know we love them more than we love anything, they feel that. And everything's going to be okay. I don't imagine it'll never happen again. It might. It won't surprise me if it does. But I know how to manage it. And you can manage it too. And if you'll share this with somebody you think it might help, that would be great. Maybe tomorrow I'll do a video on how to win a meltdown. I'll do that. But I want you to know, it's going to be okay. We all go through these kind of things. But if we manage ourselves in a way that's best for our kids, they will feel our love. And that's the most important thing. So, hey, if you think, if you've, if you've watched my videos and you've liked them at all or they've helped you at all, please share them with your friends or like the videos so that they can travel to other people. Our mission as a family is to help families thrive as they raise kids on the spectrum. And we want your help to do that. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Kyle. Hey, I know this is going to offend some people, but uh, I'm more concerned about the long-term happiness of your family and uh, sorry about the lighting of your kids on the spectrum. It's the middle of the night and I can't sleep. This has just been keeping me awake. And I want to uh, share this with you. So I, uh, a while back I did a video about a meltdown, a public meltdown that my 17-year-old had in Walmart. And it's gotten a lot of uh, views. And it's uh, engaged people in a lot of different ways. Some people were excited about the situation. I mean, I'm messing with my computer so I can... Uh, and some people were angry, just absolutely angry and furious that somebody would uh, stare at us and pass judgment. And they said things and were just incredibly angry at those people. Uh, and, and, you know, I appreciate the concern, but that's not the way I handled it. Um, one person in sp specifically went off and said they would, nobody would stare at them. They would scream and yell and 
And it really got me thinking about that, how, you know, our kids, we model behavior for our kids, even our kids that are on the spectrum. And don't fool yourself. They watch us, even when they're having difficulties. And so I asked her, I said, how does your anger towards the ignorant help our cause? I don't mean to sound combative, just curious. And she came back and said, having anger towards people who intentionally disrespect you or make comments that are against you as a parent is natural. Um, uh, and she basically said that um, she has a right to be angry, and I agree. I mean, nobody likes to be judged. And she has a right to go off on people if they stare or don't treat her kindly. And it's, it's been bugging me ever since uh, because what's, what's happened to me is, is, I've, is I've started to realize as mine have grown is that they're, here's what happens when they have a meltdown. They go into a fight or flight situation. There's a lot of fear and there's a lot of, it's just scary for them. And sometimes we as parents can do the same thing. When things start to go wrong or things get tough, we can go into a fight or flight situation. And if our kids are having public meltdowns and people are staring at us and we start screaming at them, who do you think is watching us scream at other people's? And who, people, and who do you think thinks that may be an appropriate reaction when you're scared or afraid. I mean, when you're afraid, when you have fear in your life, you do one of two things. It's either fight or flight, right? The flight is just to run away, and we can't run away from our, our kids. I guess some people can. But not us, right? The other is fight. And lashing out at other people, we feel like is justified. But when we lash out at other people, when things get stressful and hard, our kids see that, and they may start to associate the fact that when things are hard and difficult for me, I should lash out at other people too, and that's risky, and I see way too many families who have put themselves in that position because they feel like they're defending their kids on the spectrum, and, and they are, and I understand why you would get angry and frustrated when somebody uh, stares at you at a public meltdown, but consider this. When you turn on other people who are ignorant because you're in a fight or flight mode, because things are really stressful and you're overwhelmed, your son or daughter who's on the spectrum, when they're overwhelmed and they go into fight or flight, what do they do? Do they turn on people? Because if they do, it's going to be you. And we hear this over and over. Kids, as they grow up, as they start to hit puberty, will start to get physical and start to scream and yell and start to, start to curse. And in some cases, I'm worried that they're learning that from us. So I understand you have the right to be angry and frustrated and scream and yell at people. You have that right. It's your right. I just caution you and urge you to consider, what are you teaching your child on the spectrum? When they have a meltdown and they want to go into a fight or flight, what are they learning from you when you're, when you're in a fight-or-flight mode, when people are staring at you? You know, the reason we've developed the things that we've developed in our family is because we want to model the behavior we want in our kids on the spectrum. When they go into fight-or-flight, we get calm, cool, and collected, and we want to make sure we're doing what's right for them. Sure, we could scream and yell at other people, 
and tell them, what the crap are you looking at? I mean, we could do that. But the last thing we want to do is let our kids think that turning on other people and screaming, yelling, and maybe even getting physical is an appropriate response. Because if they think that's an appropriate response because they've learned that from us, then they may start to do that to us at some point. So I don't want to offend here, but I do want you to consider that when things are at their hardest for them uh, and things are at your hardest for you, what are you teaching them? Just consider that when you turn on other people in anger and frustration. Even when you're driving your car and you get frustrated and somebody cuts you off. Do you scream and yell at those people? Because your kids are watching. And if they think frustration equals screaming and yelling and you banging on things or getting physical or you're teaching them something, whether you know it or not. So, again, I don't want to offend, but I haven't even been able to sleep because I've been thinking about how dangerous it can be for us to be so angry at others and then expect our kids not to have that same kind of anger when they go into a fight or flight, when they're in their meltdowns. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully I haven't offended you. That's the last thing I want to do. But I certainly want to caution you because... Those kids are going to grow up and they're modeling behavior somewhere. Let's make sure we give them the behavior that we want from them when they get bigger and stronger. Because that's the only way, really, that we're going to have happy families is if we can teach them how to handle themselves in real stressful situations. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully I haven't offended you too bad. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. This is Kyle again. Really quick. I wanted to invite you to do something wonderful for your wife and family today. Today's the day to start. If you don't know what to do, maybe grab a free copy of our 118 Autism Strategies book. It's totally free and it'll give you some great ideas. So right now, pause the audio and go to thriveinchaos.net front slash free stuff and get your free copy. That's thriveinchaos.net front slash free stuff and get your copy today. Make today the day you start creating the kind of family we all want, a family that thrives. We'll see you next time.